is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I secretly prefer Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm Jax, and I think I might finally be all in on Lifetime Christmas movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. The gang is back together. The people spoke uh, a couple weeks ago, and they said, we need this dynamic trio again of, of myself, Alonzo, and Jax. And uh, it didn't take long uh, to have enough stuff to talk about to where we could do this again. Of course, we'll be touching on Lifetime and uh, Lifetime Christmas movies uh, for our first look preview of a preview. Um, but also a lot of news to touch on. But first of all, Alonzo, Jax, how are you? I'll start with you, Alonzo. Uh, excellent. Thank you. Um, my, my husband has started pulling out the Christmas decorations. I think mm-hmm. he's gone up yet, but if you want to keep track, if, if, if Instagram ever comes back, <laughs> we have a separate account called DXAX tree and you can, every day you'll see like a new thing that's going to be winding up, you know, decorating this apartment. I can confirm it as a great follow. I can confirm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jax. Um, can I ask a quick follow up to Alonzo? Oh, I'll allow it. Are, are you guys <laughs> are you guys a um matching PJs at the holidays couple? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> what a visual. Yeah, yeah, no, very much not. My my husband is pretty much black t-shirts all the way. And uh I this year I'm very excited because I got the LL Bean Black Watch plaid robe to match my black watch pajamas so i'm gonna be tone on tone this year it's gonna be very exciting oh my gosh (laughs) well i mean just because it hasn't happened before doesn't mean you guys can't shoot for that this year i'm just saying i'm pretty positive (laughs) you'll meet my husband one day and you'll understand why that's probably never gonna happen not that he doesn't love christmas but you know there are there is like just a magic that would come of him and Christmas PJs with his voice. Like there's just a, a wonderful <laughs> juxtaposition there. Um, Jax, how are you? Are you well? I'm doing really well. Um, the only thing that's bummed me out a little bit today is the Reben McIntyre t-shirt that I ordered for this podcast has not yet arrived, but I'm still doing hooray for rainbows, okay. sure. which I think fits also with another one of my favorite movies coming up in the lifetime slate this holiday season but reba will be here soon reba will be here soon you guys so outfested me last time that i like (laughs) threw on something christmassy and now and and brand's got a black bramble fest shirt on i'm like i I feel so bad i i came right over from the couch i was watching the latest hallmark movie (laughs) and i finished it and i came right over here and i just didn't even think about it you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a quick question and then i'm gonna run over i'm gonna put on my shirt how about that (laughs) How about that? Yeah, um, I, we'll, we'll vamp. Uh, yeah, I do oh, want to yeah. know, Jax, because I feel like I know this uh, about Alonzo, but I don't know this about you. Um, wh- what are your thoughts on Christmas decorations? Are you okay with putting some stuff up in your house before Thanksgiving? Because I am 
I'm all I'm all in on that. I actually have a tree in my room up all year. That should surprise me. All no year long? Yeah. It's like I don't have a lamp in my room. I just turn on the tree when I need some light. <laughs> but I am really bummed because amid the middle middle tier finally uh, uh, like the light went out. So I got to figure that junk. I might just buy a new tree. I don't know. Um, but where are you at on that? And I'm, I'm going to go get a sweater. So I'm uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to unplug my headphones. Okay. And you'll be able to hear me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm okay. going to do. Ready, and I'll set. make eye contact with Alonzo. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am very pro people doing whatever brings them joy, just as long as it's not hurting other people. Sure. I personally love Christmas decorations, but I really love twinkle lights all year round. Now, those are not necessarily always rainbow twinkle lights. They become sure. rainbow twinkle lights at Christmas, but I love having twinkle lights all year round. But I say after last year being in quarantine for so long, I'm all about starting the Christmas ASAP. Time means nothing. No, it's exactly. It's meaningless. <laughs> in, um, in our little downtown of yeah, that Greenville, we have um, nice white lights up in the trees all year round. It's one of the <laughs> things that uh, made me fall in love with the city. Nice. Aww. I know. Um, let's talk about the things at hand. Um, I don't really, this was, you know what, what I'm going to do. This episode is going to come out later this week, but I'm going to pull this next clip, post it on YouTube today because hits, baby. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about the breaking news at hand. Mm. Um, and boy, is it a doozy. Last week, obviously, the big news about Lori Lachlan going to the GAC for When Hope Calls, the spinoff of When Calls the Heart, which you know we'll touch on here. But then the big news today Oh my gosh, Daniel Lissing. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what this looks like, but Daniel Lissing coming back for, I believe, uh, when Hope calls a country Christmas, which we can touch on that bad name here in a moment. Um, but uh, on the GAC family Saturday, December 18th. Uh, Lissing's role is being kept under wraps for now, seeing as how he's dead. So uh, let's talk about this, our reactions to all of this, because it's it's big news. Lori, uh, straight from the clink and back into Hope Valley, the way God intended, and then maybe Hope Valley, I don't know. Uh, and then Daniel Lissing, straight from the grave. I, I don't know what to make of this. Jax, as somebody who has seen When Calls the Heart, um, all of it, yes? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Most of it. Most of it. The seasons you had to talk about. You know what? what <laughs> no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> you know what the program is. Um, this is pretty wild news. How do you envision this playing out? Um, I mean, is he a ghost? Are they flashbacks? It was he actually not dead the whole time, just hiding from the law did he not want to be married anymore there's so many possibilities about all of those possibilities yeah exactly (laughs) the thing with all those possibilities is what are they going to do about the fact that i'm assuming aaron krako is not going to be a part of this so what are these flashbacks going to be if he is a ghost just haunting like what's the point I don't know how they bring him back and do it justice without him. Oh, I don't know. Going back to his wife and his baby. Do you or, think they're worried about doing it justice? 
<laughs> well, of course not. <laughs> but I don't or know. They, I mean, yeah, slap an eye patch on him. Jack had an evil twin all this time, and <laughs> please, you know, please. he's here to make trouble for a. Are you are you trying to tell me that there's a chance that this is just for ratings? Oh, perish forbid. Uh, <laughs> I, I was thinking about this this morning. Now, you know, the, the thing about Gak is we talk about Bill Abbott, of course, having come from after being, you know, canned from the Hallmark Channel. This other network has sort of brought him in to kind of like do the thing that he does. Um but the people who have hired him to do the things he does is the the Hicks family, who are one of the big investors behind the terrible OANN or One America News Network, whose basic uh, mission statement is like we're like Fox News but worse <laughs> and more reactionary. And so I kind of feel like these guys are trying to do the same thing of like they want to make Gak Hallmark Channel but worse and more reactionary. Um, that's just a hunch. We haven't seen anything from Gak yet, so it's too early to say. But I think that's what we're leaning on. And so I suspect that they're going to make When Hope Calls as much like when calls the heart before a person of color with speaking dialogue showed up, <laughs> um, you know, and then figure out and, and, and they know that they're trying, they're clearly trying to attract the Hallmark audience that the, the hashtag, not my Hallmark audience, the ones that doesn't want to see same sex couples that don't want to see interracial couples, all that stuff that's been happening only since Bill Abbott left. And so that audience and the Venn diagram of those folks the people who miss Daniel Lissing on When Calls the Heart and the people who are probably still mad about how the whole Nathan Lucas triangle worked out is a very tight circle. So, And I, the I people say, that can figure out how to add this channel to well, them. That's a whole other story. TV. But nonetheless, I mean, it's a, it's a savvy move, but it is, it, it is typical of how this channel doesn't, at the moment, just seems to be wanting to do it Hallmark style, but old Hallmark style rather than try and forge any kind of new paths. Another thing that I think is interesting, Alonzo, with the OANN is they are one of those networks that has taken the strategic approach of just being everywhere, regardless of if you pay or not. It's on like every platform because it's a, like a freebie. And I wonder if they will try to go in that direction with this network because it actually has worked in a people know about this channel because, you know, it's on all these these free things and like, yeah, I'm interested I, to see if they move in that direction because I actually don't think that's a bad play. I think starting a cable channel in 2021 <laughs> exactly. is a bad play, but starting a channel that's available everywhere and you're just banking on numbers. Yeah, I've been getting GAC all along on my spectrum. I had no idea until I went <laughs> looking for it one day. Um, but yeah, clearly the, they're, they're not, you're not hearing anything about a streaming service, which is how most contemporary media is happening now. Uh, but you know, Bill Abbott, of course, is the guy who had emails printed out and given to him on paper. So he's not necessarily Mr. Tech. So yeah, they're clearly, they're clearly aiming at the aging dying cable audience. And so obviously if that's going to be your demo, you want to be on as many cable systems as you can and get as many eyeballs in front of it as you can. Well, and, and what's, I think what's interesting about that too, is even using a black and white headshot of Daniel listening, because those are coming back. <laughs> that is what my undergrad acting teacher said. He said, don't get your headshot in color. Black and white headshots are coming back, baby. It's they a classic did it. Look. Yeah. It's a classic look. So classic yeah. Look. yeah. I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. He look. the thing is, is he does look great. In black and sure. white. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel Lissing is a fine looking man who can act. I'm, I would love to have been a fly on the wall 
for these discussions about bringing him on board furthermore um, because I love to investigate because I'm a snoop. (laughs) I would love to have been a fly in the wall when he decided to leave one calls the heart. Like, I just want to know it all. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I hope there's a memoir on him one of these days. because Clearly there's some stuff that went down the leaving and the coming back. Uh, Those are interesting Mm -hmm. stories that we won't know anytime soon. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I will just say this, you know, we can uh, talk about how we disagree uh, with the backing of GAC all we want. But what we can also agree on is they are kicking Hallmark's behind when it comes to publicity. Like th- every other day, I feel like it is a big, you know, in the, in the, our world, big, uh, <laughs> like story about, about GAC. And what are we hearing from Hallmark? Oh, we have a number and a few movies that we can give you information on, but the rest you'll have to find out later. Like it just is, it just sounds. It sounds like it feels like Gak is everywhere, and Hallmark is like. Well, but, but here's the thing. I think Hallmark's deal is like, boom, you know, forty, forty-two, whatever it is. You know, like that in itself is the story. Like we are, we are, we, we are giving you the quantity. Whereas Gak, in the long run, by the time they finish making announcements, they're going to have what 10, 12 new movies max, and yeah. so it makes sense for them to like every three or four days be like, oh, and now we got this. Oh, and now we got this. And and part of it may just be that they're literally it's all coming together that sporadically uh but i but i think also it, you're right they're they're sort of dropping that occasional chum in the water to let you know oh you like oh trevor donovan you like trevor donovan we got him now you know that sort of thing um so yeah no they 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 that is the one angle this are certainly playing right as far as you're right to, to, to the hardcore fans most of the world's like who what i don't care you know yeah um and i mean if it was uh if we recorded this yesterday we'd be talking a lot about Lori. but i mean now that's not even a big news but this uh felon is coming back to the screen uh which it's is it's interesting because you know we have had uh you know aaron on the show and she has been outspoken about how she would have loved to have Lori back on when calls to heart and i felt like we were going to have that happen. Like to me, it made sense. Like, you know, give it a little time. People will forget whatever. Yeah. Michelle Vickery's uh, uh, social media was always very pro Lori too. And she has not made, she is not at GAC, but while she was at Hallmark, I think she was very much kind of keeping that flame alive. So I don't think I just didn't see this coming, shaking out the way that it did. Um, did you, Jax, did you think that she would eventually come back? Because from everything I heard, it felt like, you know, everyone wanted it, that match uh, to the show. Yeah. I always felt like they were giving creatively, in, in, a, in a really well done way, frankly, enough space for it to happen, but also not promising or pigeonholing themselves that it would have to happen. Um, I, Lori was never someone that I met personally or interviewed, but so I, I have no personal connection to her. Um, but the people that I do trust and do respect and do a personal connection to have continued to maintain, you know, really great friendships with her. Um, is it okay if I give a quick hot take on, how I feel about Lori and the situation. Please. 
Uh, no, we actually don't do hot takes here. <laughs> it's holding hot. Only when Panda's uh, here. Yes. Only. Oh, I love Panda, and I love his candles. His family's candles. Oh, yeah. Candle Lily Panda Candle Lily. Company. I just want to do a quick plug for them. Anyway, not that I need to. Just saying, they're great. Um, I thought a lot about this, and I think Lori Loughlin is a very gifted actress. She does seem to maintain really true and wonderful friendships with people. Everyone that I've interacted with says she's lovely. She brings a lot of joy to people. There's lots of reasons why I think forgiveness is important. And I think women are judged very harshly as compared to men for things that they have done. Um, So if we're looking at Lori as just Lori and not thinking about what this means in the larger context of the world, um, I would, Love to see her act again. I think she's probably ultimately a good person, whatever that means. I, I'm i open to seeing her make more art. But what I do think is important, and I hope that she will acknowledge someday, and I hope that this discussion will continue to be had, is I think when this scandal broke, it resonated with so many people because it was very, it's very easy to get mad at one person and pinpoint one person. Yes. And that's also valid. But I think what we see with that college admission scandal is the fact that um, there's a, an, a socioeconomic crisis of the haves and have nots and everywhere in between. And when you have access to a lot of power and privilege, whether that's from wealth and white privilege and connections, and not only are you so ahead in the game with all of that through hard work, luck, the way our society is set up, but you do something else to take advantage of that. I think that, um, is really upsetting for a lot of people. And it's not a victimless crime. However, I think that someone who I truly believe, even though I do not know her, is as kind-hearted as what I believe in Hope Lori Lachlan to be. I think she can use her platform to hopefully bring about some systemic change and I hope that she will do that. And I hope the conversation becomes bigger than her and bigger than the scandal that rolled out from it. So sorry. I know that was like a TED talk, but I just need to <laughs> no, say it. Great. There are hedge man- fund managers out there who've done far worse, but they're not on TV and we'll never know their mm-hmm. names. So she, yes, I mean, I'm not, not, in, not in any way defending what she did, but I think that because of her her celebrity, the, it was very, and because the, she's a woman, I think you're right. Also, it became very easy to scapegoat her for a much larger problem that she's just a cog in. What if Abigail's also dead and she and Jack are both ghosts? <gasps> yeah. Wait, who's taking care of her son then? Is he an, is he orphaned again? Uh, Cody's a ghost. No. Cody's also a ghost. Well, I mean, who's taking care of Cody now? Because she's been gone, right? I have been, I'm not watching party. the show now, so I don't know what's going on. Cody hasn't been on the show. Uh, that's mm. that's kind of the worst part of this. It, you know, it is not a victimless crime because Cody. 
Am I right, everybody? <laughs> well, and, and anybody who was hoping there were going to be more garage sale mysteries, I'm sure also was not thrilled about this. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see who owns the right to those suckers, won't it? Well, I guess we'll, we'll find out fairly soon. Um, I'll just say this. I always expected she'd fall back on rowing. and <laughs> That's the it, daughter's skill. It, but where did she learn it from? Where did she learn it from? I just and now assumed. she's dancing with the stars. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And crushing it, I hear. I don't know. I don't got to build up that college that fund. Yes, yes, it's not going to pay for uh, itself. Um, boy, what a time! Um, let's touch on this really quickly before we dive into the lifetime schedule and uh, the movies we're excited about. Um, they are doing a new thing here at Lifetime, which I find to be incredibly fascinating. They're still putting out thirty-five movies, which is. Impressive, but they are starting in uh, mid-November, which some might say makes more sense. I would say just, you know, maybe shut your mouth. Um, But then they are starting um, the week after Thanksgiving with a movie every day through Christmas. Bold. Very interesting approach. I'm very intrigued by how this is going to play out. Jax, Alonzo, what are your thoughts on that uh, campaign? And do you foresee it being successful for them? Um, I think it's interesting from a viewer's perspective because it's easy to remember. And I'll know that no matter what, I can pop on my TV and watch a new Lifetime movie each night. Um, from an actor's perspective, if I had filmed a movie for them, um, <laughs> I would be like, I don't know if I want my movie to be on that night. I don't know what nights get good ratings because that's was has never been a part of anything in my skill set. But I would be like, oh darn, I'm on a maybe Tuesday's good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Well, you can say the same thing about airing on a Saturday night at 10 p.m. like the movies and mysteries movies. Like you you work hard and then hey, it's gonna go until midnight on the East Coast. Good luck. And the West Coast. We, yeah, that's right. Um, unless you're watching on like, you know, Philo or some kind of service like that or via the actual channel app. Like we, everything here starts at eight and nine too. So good. I'm sick uh, of you guys getting all the, all the good times. All the perks. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you're right. I think that that would be kind of tricky for, for some folks, but I, I, I do think, yeah, it's going to be a very easy fallback. I think throughout the season, because again, we have to talk about the way that people watch these movies. I think, yes, there is an audience that is actively tuned in and really wants to see them, but I think there's a substantial audience that just has them on as wallpaper, you know, like they're entertaining, they're having dinner, they're wrapping gifts they're addressing cards, whatever. And they just want to look up at the screen and every so often see like a lot of tinsel or people making cookies or whatever. And so, yeah, I think it just having it on every night, makes it kind of a, an automatic destination. You know, you just leave it, you leave the channel there when you turn the TV off and it's there when you turn it back on again. So, uh, I think it's shrewd and I think it's, um, you know, given the fact that they, uh, unlike Hallmark, they don't do like a weekly Christmas movie throughout the year. They are clearly being like, we got December, like not just weekends in December. We got all of December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think that it is very kind of them to test this out for the rest of these uh, players, <laughs> because I imagine a Hallmark is going to be watching closely and being, and they'll be like, you're telling me <laughs> we can have a new movie every night and people will watch. That's exciting. So it's very nice of them to try it out. I I, I think that it's going to be uh, great. I think Lifetime is 
uh, is very interesting. And I hope I'm hoping to have somebody from Lifetime on in the next couple of weeks to, to talk about this, because what they have is very interesting in that the rest of the year, it's cheerleaders killing people. And then <laughs> it is very we're switching like and they were doing the same switches as uh, Hallmark was in, in October. And I imagine if I'm a Lifetime fan, that's annoying. Like if I'm somebody who is very much into seeing like people kill each other, which, you know, I have my moments uh, <laughs> like that would be frustrating. I don't want this. And so I think it's actually a good play for their fan base to start in mid November. And it's a, it's a, you know, a still a way for them to, you know, get the, the, have their numbers up, seem like they're still competing heavily with Hallmark. I think it's a win for them. Yeah. I've, I've been lucky enough that I've been killed and have been, I've been killed and killed on Lifetime. I would love if they would hire me for a Christmas movie. Oh my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> I didn't I know was, that. I was, kill, I was killed on Red Rum and I killed on How I Killed My BFF. But how then I joined. your BFF? I did. How did I how did do you? it? Yeah. Oh, I was mad because I was vegan and she wasn't. Well, um, and if that's not a reason to kill someone, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what is. But then I joined the union and that work dried up. So uh, lifetime, I'm available if you want to make a movie with me still. Maybe I should call Melissa Joan Hart. I don't have her number, but. She's clearly (laughs) the driver of a lot of things over there. No, but I mean, let's remember a couple of years ago, I think lifetime tried to match Hallmark at the whole October thing, even starting early. And then Hallmark had to start early and they had to like push back a crossword mystery and everything because it was like, it was on, you know, and now they're like, all right, fine. You want the weekend before Halloween, all yours Hallmark. We're going to take our time and get there and we're going to save our push for the actual, you know, Christmas month. And then we're going to be like every night while you're doing reruns on Thursdays, you know? Oh, Alonzo. I remember that time. I remember like, Lacey Chabert, who I think is extremely talented and sweet, and I love Crossword Mysteries, that movie getting pulled. And I remember her just being like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. I mean, just she's like getting ready to do press for it. And everyone's excited. And just, what a kind-hearted, amazing, talented human being. But yeah, I remember when that was happening, and all of a sudden everything's getting pulled and thrown around and tinsels flying and yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb there and say they did not run that past Lacey. And <laughs> <laughs> they found out like the rest of us. Exactly. Oh, it's in January now. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause, cause, because why wouldn't you? It's mid-October. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's not, no time for Duh. mysteries and murders. Um, <laughs> let's take um, uh, a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll each talk about the movie we're most looking forward to in Lifetime, the movie we're not as looking forward to. And, oh, I have one more thing. I, uh, uh, this is going to go back in time, but I, I have a tweet from Homework that I wanted to talk about. So maybe we'll oh. talk about that. I don't know. Uh, uh, we'll be right back here, Dr. Homework. Oh, what a great break that was. Am I right, everybody? Boy, oh, oh boy. Best. 
Um, I needed a break because it's just, it's, I feel it was very, getting really hot. Like the hot takes were just steaming <laughs> and it was nice to just take, take a breather. Um, let's talk lifetime. Let's talk about what they're up to and the movies that we are, are looking forward to. Um, and for those of you that haven't heard our good friend Patrick from a uh, lifetime in court, uh, once a week will be joining us to review a movie. We're very excited about that. And, um, we will be doing, um, some preview episodes with Patrick about lifetime. So, uh, more, more details to come about these movies, but at first glance, uh, Jax, I'll start with you. Which movie is kind of sticking out to you from the Lifetime slate? So it's hard to do a first glance. Well, it's hard for me to pick just one, but I gotta say, we all know I'm excited about the rebuild one, so I won't talk yes. about that again. But I want to talk about hold on one second. I have my schedule here. You're doing great. Um, I am very excited about sorry hold please i had it all okay so obviously re mcintyre's christmas in tune we know that um i am excited about miracle in motor city because i feel <laughs> like it is like if we're talking about the hallmark lifetime thing it's like cool well we have the maori sister and Paul Campbell on Hallmark. Uh, we'll take that. We will raise you the other twin. <laughs> and also, by the way, we're going to give you Mark Taylor, Smokey Robinson, and Kiana Teresa from Good Witch. I mean, I think that one's going to be pretty gosh darn good. And then also, I got to say... I am very excited because I love her. I want to make sure I get this title right. Elise Bowman, who was also on Good Witch. Um, hold on, guys. Does anyone know the title of this movie? Oh, yes. Okay. So here they are. Mistletoe Montana. Excited about Melissa Joan Hart. Of course. Dwayne Henry. That's going to be great. Toying with the holidays because I'm a Busby and she's on with Chad Michael Murray. Everyone's going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And then Under the Christmas Tree mm-hmm. with Elise Bowman, Tatawana Jones, and Ricky Lake. I'm excited that I'm going to get to see some, you know, real representation here of two women falling in love. I know Elise Bowman, while her character on Good Witch um, didn't have a romance with another woman. She was very clear about the fact that she, and she tweeted about this when all this went down, that she didn't want to queer bait fans of the show. And she's really wonderful about true representation as a member of the community. So I'm excited to see what this movie does. So thank you, Lifetime, for putting some really good things in the slate this year. Alonzo? Yeah, I know. I, too, am very psyched about Under the Christmas Tree. Uh, you know, they the Christmas setup last year was my favorite of all of the mm-hmm. of all the Christmas movies across the channels. And it was part of a real wave we saw last year of of same sex couples, you know, being featured in uh, in holiday content from, you know, uh, obviously Happiest Season on Hulu and Dashing in December on Paramount Plus. And even in, you know, on Hallmark, we got the Christmas house, um, which, you know, they were a B storyline but they were in there and they you know got a kiss and everything 
And so the hope was maybe, okay, that's going to be the sort of you know, priming the pump for this year. And then Hallmark this year is giving us Christmas house too. Uh, but that's it. Like, you know, that, that is, so as far as that goes, um, another thing Christmas I, I, house too, we're still kissing and we have a kid this time. This is all we got. Yeah, exactly. The, the, now we're dads. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing my, my Christmas on the ranch hat today. This is a, a movie that, uh, an indie company called Tello films is putting out. They did a couple years ago. They had a, a lesbian Christmas movie called, uh, a season of love last year. They had, uh, I hate the, the lesbian rom-com. I hate new years. And this year we get Christmas on the Ranch, uh, which uh, co-stars uh, Lindsay Wagner, who for me is the bionic woman and for y'all is uh, the mean mom in um, Mingle All the Way. Uh, but anyway, uh, but there's 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 a handful of, of other uh, Hallmark, or sorry, Lifetime titles I'm looking forward to. Holiday in Santa Fe. I am not the biggest Mario Lopez fan in the world, but this movie was written by Cristela Alonso. A uh, very talented stand-up comic star of the like the first Latina with her own sitcom on ABC. Um, a voice in Cars Three. She like she does it all. So I'm very psyched that she is getting into the Christmas movie game, and I'm very psyched to see uh, how that's going to be. Um, we got two movies with uh, Jake Epstein, who was always one of my favorite Degrassi dudes. And uh, Bran, we saw him in uh, Mistletoe and Menorahs on the, that we did for What the Hallmark this year. So he's got two movies. I think one that aired in Canada last year that, that Lifetime is now repurposing, and then one new one. So that's awesome. Um, and, oh, golly, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, one of the Jake Epstein movies being um, candidate, Candy Cane Candidate with Jackie Lay. So that's mm-hmm. going to be awesome, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I think just uh, it, it looks like a kind of good mix of the kind of stuff that they do. You know, you 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 got a Haley Duff in there. You've got mm-hmm. a Marie Osmond in there. You know, like this is this is the old gang getting back together for another lifetime holiday. I'll just say this, guys. We're all in this together. Um, and that, <laughs> and that brings me to my, the one I'm most excited. I'm a simple man. I, uh, I am not ashamed to say that I love high school musical and high school musical too. I've not seen the third one because I mean, it felt weird at the time, uh, <laughs> to go to the theaters to see that. Um, but, uh, I had to review that one. <laughs> well, you did? Would, yes. It's okay. I, I, would, I wish I knew you, I would have gone with you and had no problem. <laughs> um, a Christmas dance reunion. Corbin yes. Blue, who uh, was in uh, what was the name of the movie earlier this year? On uh, the uh, Love for Real. Yep, Love for Real. And I had kind of forgot that Corbin Blue uh, existed. And <laughs> I was watching Love for Real, and I was like, "What? This guy? I I like Corbin Blue, and he's back together with uh, Monique Coleman, and." I'm excited about it. I th- I'm not usually one of these people that care about reunions. Like it doesn't do a ton for me, but um, you know what? I remember them dancing in high school musical and it was okay. And so I'm excited <laughs> to see uh, how things shake up this year. And um, I'm also just intrigued by Kirk Franklin's a gospel Christmas, just to see how much Kirk Franklin shows up and just kind of yells. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun all, all around. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about what we're not as excited about. Did anything on this list stick out to you, uh, Jax's movies that you're like, you know what? Eh, I don't know. So honestly, no. And that this is going to sound like either more insulting or less insulting than it should. Um, 
I generally think the production quality is a little bit lower on Lifetime movies than I wish it was or than we've seen as compared to Hallmark or, of course, Netflix. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean acting or writing all the time. That means, you know, they they work. Um, I think they spend a little bit less money on their movies. And, you know, uh, they don't always work with as many union actors as I wish they would. So, uh, yeah, I'm generally, uh, the ones that I'm not as excited about are just kind of a general wash of not as much excitement. Not one that sticks out as being like, bleh, you know? That's yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that the best Lifetime movies are right up there with the best Hallmark movies, but the worst Lifetime movies are much worse than the worst mm-hmm. Hallmark movies. That, that's the best, yes. Like there's a handful of films that they really put some resources in and then ones that are just like, ah, we, we got this for a, for a song and it'll, it'll, it'll fill one of those Wednesdays in December, you know? <laughs> if there's one in here that kind of leapt out at me is like, this feels like we've seen it a million times and isn't going to bring anything special to the table. And again, haven't seen these. This could, uh, there's always the possibility for surprise. Uh, I would go with Match Made in Mistletoe. That just seems like, Okay. We're doing this, you know. Uh, what but, is that but one? Knew, that Damon Runyon is in it, and every time I hear his name, I think of Guys and Dolls. But you know, um, it just yeah, I don't know. They, I was looking at them, and all of them like there's either some cool casting or there is like a plot that sounds like we haven't seen it a million times. And then I just got to that one. I was like, nope, this is like straight down the middle, the thing that it is. But you know, who knows? Again, haven't seen. A, frame of it so like it could wind up blowing me away but but just to push back on that for a second um when you think of guys and dolls do you automatically get happy because i do well yeah but i would prefer <laughs> that damon runyon to the acting yes. one <laughs> agreed <laughs> i'm in a tricky place because i find myself being intrigued by this but also annoyed at what they've done and it's blending christmas with Haley duff Aaron O'Connell, who I don't dislike. Uh, Aaron O'Connell is kind of just like, you see him and you're like, I know that face, but he does nothing to like make you remember that he exists. If that makes sense. Uh, And Haley Duff's a lifetime staple, of course. Um, But I just don't care about the Brady bunch. Okay. And you just need to back hold, up. Hold on. Hold on, Alonzo. Will you let me I didn't interrupt you with your guy dolls yeah, but and whatnot. For, for all the all the all the grief I get for not having grown up with sister sister and family matters and stuff, you are treading on thin ice with me if you're gonna start bad. What I want Brady you bunch. to know is that I like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> I've seen a good bit of the Brady Bunch. What I don't like is how much the reunion things they are doing nowadays. There was the whole thing on HGTV that I felt like I saw a commercial for every second of every day. And it just seems like a lot. And I, at this point, I'm just kind of oh, like, you, you did it. You did the little reunion thing. I don't need it again. So uh, if it was just Haley Life and Aaron O'Connell, I'd be like, I, I'm, I'm in on this. This sounds uh, lovely. It's this whole thing. I just don't know. I just don't well, know. Here's what I like about the Brady Bunch reunion here. Eve Plum 
Eve Plum, as she frequently does, was like, yeah, pass. No thanks. Not interested. <laughs> and so there is a legacy, of course, of fake Jans. You know, they hired this uh, this singer named Jerry Reichel to be fake Jan on the Brady Variety Hour. There have been various projects where they had to have a fill-in. The current fake Jan is Jennifer Elise Cox, who was the Brady Bunch movie Jan. So I like that she's sort of now kind of canonically becoming an actual Brady in that way. That's so great, Alonzo. <laughs> I love it do when you, you give Do you me not those. love the Brady Bunch reunion when, wasn't it that Michael got, oh, sorry, my phone's Jags, I know it's you don't fam. do this full fam. time anymore. I know you're not a podcaster, <sighs> but she's Louise. Like, it's rule number one. She never pulled that stunt with the Hallmark channel. Uh, no, no, no kidding. No I kidding. I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bran. Alonzo, okay. forget, forgive me. <laughs> You're forgiven. Um, do you remember, or was this a fever dream? There was a Brady Bunch reunion where Mike was like caught in a coal mine. Uh, no, it's it, it's uh, it. I think that it's a colla- it was a collapse at a construction site. I think it was very Brady Christmas. Okay, which is which is notable for having a fake Cindy. <laughs> yes, think okay. So I probably because I grew up in the coal region. Um, I was thinking he was caught in a coal mine, but you're right. That's it. Seems California like doesn't it makes tend to have a lot sense. of coal mines, as far as I know. So, so it was <laughs> the ladies, you know, well, that's why it was. That's why it was big news. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, a we have a coal mine, and b Mike Brady is trapped in it. Somehow. You you won't believe it. You won't believe it. Um. So yes, lifetime getting started on uh, what is it, November twelfth? Is that the correct date? Yes, November twelfth with a an ice wine Christmas, which uh. Uh, y- yes. Isn't that one of those ones they've been promising for a couple of years now? It's well, what's around. interesting is, uh, who is it? Is it Brendan Elliott? He's going to be an ice, ice wine, um, winter movie for Hallmark. In That's January. right. That's the rival ice wine. There's part. a lot of, okay. and, and so Lifetime said, you know what? You can have your October, but we raise you ice wine. <laughs> they Take know their that. audience. They sure do. <laughs> They sure do. Ain't no audience like an ice wine lifetime audience. <laughs> One of the same. Um, all right. Really quickly. I just, I, I, I wouldn't be a good journalist if I didn't, if I did. <laughs> Why do you laugh at me being a journalist? I I a, the, the nerve, know. the nerve of this guy. If I didn't bring up this tweet from Homer, going back to Lori. Oh Rockland, yeah. And boy, <laughs> Is it spicy? And I don't know who Hallmark proper uh, is letting run their uh, Twitter nowadays, but I'm happy they are. Brent, why don't you read it for anybody who's listening to this as a podcast? Hi, Knights, which at first I thought, what an interesting salutation. But uh, it's like the last name of this person, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was was like Hardee's or Chessie's. It was a new category I didn't know about, but it's the same. No, yes. (laughs) Hi, Knights. (laughs) Knights of the the lock. I don't know. Uh, Hi, Knights. Hallmark Channel has not cast Lori Loughlin in any current projects, nor do we have any plans to cast her in the future. She was cast by Gak Family, a wholly separate cable network not affiliated with Hallmark Channel or Crown Media Family Networks. But shout out to Gak anyways. 
that that tweet was just such a like wiping of the hands like nope nope not us not us this not is us. the Here's interesting the thing about this is i don't really know what to make of this tweet because i feel like whoever sent that was like sent and like i showed them but like you know now if this person was somehow out of the loop they know they can go on over to gack Thanks for the the publicity. It's an interesting move. Yeah, Brian. I imagined uh, the team who's like working on the tweet, and like everyone's sort of like, "Oh, what should I say?" Guys, like typing it around. in. All right, up, gather up. The nights so, like, have tweeted. And then all of a sudden, like they've already fired it off, thinking they're being spicy, and they're like, "Oh, but you oh, wait just before you send it off. You didn't. You didn't name Gag Family. You just said another network, right?" And they were like, "Oh." um, we sh- I shouldn't have said Gak Family. She she was hired by Gak Family, which is run by Bill Abbott, who used to run Hallmark Channel. <laughs> so there was a situation that that went down. Here's the thing: I think naming naming the other network is a a flex of like, yeah, we're, we'll we'll mention them. We're not afraid oh, of them. We okay. don't we don't we don't see them as a threat. As a and B, okay. it gives them the way to be like, here's this other network which is not affiliated with any of our companies. Like, so it, it's a very clear delineation of like. Like those guys, them over there, who we are naming, who are not us. And may I tell you again that we are not them and they are not us and we are not them and they are not us. It is very like I, I at first I was like, that's a, a weird thing to do. But I, I have come around to being like, you know what? It, it shows how clear they want to be. Yeah. That Name they them, are, shame them. That they are not the same. Exactly. Which, you know. Kudos to them, I guess. We'll uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. I imagine by the time this whole episode comes out, there's going to be some sort of press release about how uh, Aaron Krako burned down Hope Valley and is going to GAC or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, they'll hire Jewel and like start doing those contractor <laughs> mysteries <Jewel>. again. <laughs> oh man, yeah, bring Jewel back. Let's get that trending. Je- the, uh, who, the ju- they, they're gonna have the two who are those cartoon dogs that used to have specials on on uh on hallmark it's like like oh 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 um um jing uh jingle no jingle and jangle no jingle and bell maybe something like I, that i actually quite enjoyed it those are cute yeah yes. but i you know bill abbott's gonna grab those up too just because he can i don't know <laughs> and he doesn't even want it um <laughs> le- i just want to put this on the record will in the next three years Will any of the the following three Hallmark queens go to GAC? Candace, Lacey, Danica. I think Candace is too enmeshed in Hallmark in general. Like she has a line that's in the store of her, you know, feel good uh, 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 Christian light, you know, home accessory stuff. So I don't think she's going anywhere. I think, I think as a businesswoman, like she is, she's made her bed and is not gonna leave that for a, for a, a network that does not have a retail outlet attached to it. The other two, anybody's guess. Jax. Um, See, this is why we do this. This is the hard-hitting stuff. If I was a betting woman, are you? Which I have been to a few casinos, and my dad's nickname was Maverick, and he played for the house in our hometown and made some money. So betting is in my family. Okay. I will say that I do think within the next three years, 
point of clarification, is this a permanent move or it's that one of their projects ends up on GAC? I, I don't think uh, that the latter is uh, possible without, okay. uh, without permanent uh, cutting of ties. I think something, okay, I think, I think Danica is going to end up on GAC. Wow, she put a name to it. Okay. Too. All right. Gosh. You heard it here first. The the Hallmark Channel's bubbly sesh has said this no, on the re- no? I'm no longer affiliated with Hallmark Channel or the bubbly sesh. Oh. Oh wow. Uh what? Oh wait. I'm so just Jax, baby. You're just Jax. What just, are you what? Just Jax is she's written it down on a slip of paper and put it in a sealed envelope and put it in a mayonnaise jar. Check it later. See if she's right. <laughs> I'm very excited. Check back with us. We will, uh, we'll re- uh, circle back to this. I don't know, maybe next month. Who can tell? Uh, wait, wait, what do you think, Bran? Are you telling us? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. And I'm going to say, if there was one, you know what? I'm going to go with two of the three. I'm going to go with Lacey and Danica. I think they're both going to yeah. go there. I think that's what's going to happen. I said what I said, and I'm not a betting man. No, when, I, when I bet, bad things happen. Uh, one of the few things that I know or that I've heard on more than one occasion from, from people who do know is that the three of them were very much Bill's favorites. So if he, if that's a what? relationship that they've built with him personally, I could see where there's the temptation would exist to follow him over there again, but not for CCB just because I think that she, that Hallmark has made a nice nest for her to hawk her wares and she's not going to want to give that up. I, I, I agree with that. I think if there was anybody that was going to do that, it was going to be Netflix, seeing as how she had the relationship with Fuller House. Oh, and, right. they, and they have, oh, I don't know, the money. Um, and she didn't. So if ever there was going to be a situation, it would have made sense for her to do Christmas movies while Fuller House was in its true in its prime. True. So And she didn't. Um, guys, we did it. This was so much fun. I we'll be back. I think, I think this is a thing. This is a thing we're doing. And I like this thing. Uh, Dan, please listen to these. (laughs) Oh yes. Dan, if you made it this far, um, what should he text you? Which I, I do want to say I have yet to receive a peanut butter text. So that's important. And this is a few weeks later. Um, Text me. um, Santa's got a a brand new bag. Santa's got a brand new bag. Let's do that. I like that. Um, Guys, so great to see you. Until next time, may the three of us be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live. And yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.